Aloha, and welcome to the Maui Nokooi and Silver Shark Media Podcast. This is Diane Woodburn. In the wake of the horrific fires, loss of property, of homes, and most horrific loss of life on our beloved Maui, we are partnering with Maui Hotel and Lodging Association to bring you stories of hope, caring, and aloha. Our community is brokenhearted, but we have not lost our sense of place, our spirit of connection, our aloha for one another. We are Maui strong. Our Maui Ohana is both encouraged and humbled by the outpouring of help, not only here on Maui, but also nationally and internationally. We mahalo all of you who are helping in any and every way you can. And of course, we are most proud of our own community. We'd like to welcome you in partnership with Maui Hotel and Lodging Association to our series of Maui Strong Stories. These are the people and partnerships who are working to heal our island. It's my pleasure now to introduce our first guest, Stephanie Vojdani, uh, CEO of the Kula Lodge and Restaurant and the Kula Marketplace, and uh, her COO, Isa Shipley. And of course, Kula Lodge and Marketplace uh, is owned by Stephanie's dad, Simon, whom I've known for many, many years. So I want to welcome you both. Hi, Hi. thank you. I live in Kula. You know, maybe some of our listeners don't realize we, we've had, you know, so much coverage about the fires, but, you know, it, as, as devastating as the Lahaina fire was, there there were more fires. There were fires in Kihei, there were fires in, in huge fires in Kula, and um, we lost, you know, 20 homes here in Kula, and many of them, most of them surrounding you at the Kula Lodge. Right. And, um, and you were, some, I mean, the first thing I remember when we actually, you know, got in our cars and started driving was you guys set, you know, uh, uh, people set up in front of the Kula Lodge helping. And um, yes, I, I just want to mahalo you before you even start for being there immediately um, to help our community. It's our Kuleana. Yeah. Well, first of all, how is everybody? How How is your family? And um, everyone at the Kula Lodge. Even though the fire did come within literal feet of uh, our property, we were spared. And, uh, you know, we're very, very grateful that that happened. And uh, we felt immediately that because of that, it's our duty to be there for the community and to to help as many people as possible. Oh, mahalo. Let's, before we talk about how you did that and, and how it all came about, let's give people a little bit background about the Kula Lodge. It's it's um really an iconic building. It, it's been there, I think it started off as a, as a private home in the what, 1930s, maybe? Or, uh, 1941, to my knowledge. But yes, you are correct. It was a private home. And then it um, it became a, a lodge later later on and, and was uh, bought by the Raffettos. Um, and then you folks purchased it not, not too long ago. Right. From the Romanchuk family uh, who had it for 38 oh, years. Romanchuk. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, about, you know, why you decided to buy the Kula Lodge and, and what your, what your hopes of doing with it. You know, Diane, it was really interesting timing. Um, we uh, had to leave our spot at Five Palms in the Monokai, as you know, and, 
we were looking for a replacement property and everything that we were looking at, nothing really worked or panned out or fit us properly. And people kept telling us, what about the Kula Lodge? It's for sale. And we're like, well, you know, we're, we're South side people, you know, we don't know. And we loved Kula. I, I grew up on Maui. I went to Seabury, um, but it just seemed so far fetched. And the more we looked into it, the more we felt it was perfect for us and what we do. And it actually reminded me so much of the restaurants that my father used to operate all over the mainland. Uh, it's got the sim similar feel to it. Hmm. And so we, you know, we started negotiations and uh, Fred thought we were the perfect family to be here and to take over, you know, uh, his reign at the lodge. And he loved our chef and our concept. And he just, and he loved that we were local. He really wanted to sell it to local people. He didn't want it to go to a mainland corporation only to have it be torn down or really changed and, you know, have it lose its charm. And, uh, and we wanted the same thing. So we went into escrow. Uh, unfortunately, halfway through escrow, Fred did pass away, which was very tragic. Um, but we were grateful that, you know, we were the ones to carry the torch for him. And he's certainly around, you know, his memory will always be here. And I think he'd be proud of us right now, actually, for everything that we've been doing. I think so, too. You know, as I said, I, would, I live in Kula and I've been going to the Kula Lodge Actually, even before Fred bought it back in. Uh, wow. Yeah. Long, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly don't look it. a long time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we used to go there. And then uh, after Fred bought it, I think um, we went there with our children back in the in the old days. And, yeah. and so when your family bought it, and you know, I've known your dad for many years too. Wonderful man. Um, he is. Yeah, he is. Really kind, sweet man. Um, you know, we were thrilled and the whole Kula community was thrilled to have you there. And then when the restaurant, it was, it's so good. It's really, it's, it's just so good. Uh, you guys Thank are you. doing such a great job with it. We, we love it there. We uh, have a great team. Yes, you do. You do. Um, let's, let's kind of go back to, oh, gosh, to what happened. Fire started on the, on Tuesday, the 8th of August as it unfolded the, the next day, you've, you know, there were people right in front of the Kula Lodge with aid, with water, with tape, with food. Uh, to tell me how that came about. We immediately began cleanup. It was not within just hours that my crew was here and we were cutting trees and climbing on roofs and figuring out, you know, what our next steps were assessing the damage and um, we have video and conversations and uh, we decided collectively as a, you know, Kula La Johanna to be able to serve the community um, with food and beverage and whatever that looked like. And donations started pouring in that, again, just within hours of us setting up our first four foot table and a little umbrella outside with avocados and water. And we gained the attention, of course, of Upcountry Strong and, you know, great uh, other community members, Kyle Ellison and, and Shannon and Cody have been just instrumental in making sure that this is bl blossomed to this amazing, you know, seven tents outside and just uh, a volume of donations and, and stuff coming through. Oh, and the don't want to discount the fact that we currently uh, have Lahaina residents and Kula residents in our lodges that we are accommodating at no cost um, to make sure that they have a home away from home um, until they have something a little bit more stable. Well, that's great. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so many, so many stories of people opening their homes. Thank you um, for opening up the lodge. That's, that's incredible. 
how long was it before I mean you said it was like within like the next day right you, you just people were coming with their own offerings and then you folks had um, your tables and you how did it all unfold so quickly you know we just survival mode you know we knew that our community needed us and we were still standing and had the resources and the manpower to make this happen so it was a again a collective decision and Stephanie and you know and I and Simon on the phone and with chef and just said what do we do let's just make it happen we have food we have you know water we have the current resources of course we're out I mean I'm going to backtrack not running water but potable <laughs> water um bottles of water and in, in masses so we just uh, we knew what we needed to do and and as Stephanie said it is our kuleana um to make sure that our community was looked after and we did that um, for the first five days, seven days on our own. And then we, again, started having, you know, other volunteers and neighbors drop things off from their trees. And it was such a beautiful sight. I mean, I, I can cry just thinking about the outpouring of love that, that we experienced and continue to experience and support. And yeah, we're just, we're ready to kind of put a little this chapter behind us and, and open up and, and hopefully serve our community again it's really soon. Oh, wow. So, so you mentioned the first five days you were on your own. So the, the water and the food that was coming out, that was just coming right out of your coffers at the Kula Lodge? Certainly was. Yeah, we were all here, a, a small group of us at 6 a.m., setting up tables and getting pastries ready and just talking to people. And, and that's what they needed. I think some a lot of people came by just to talk and invent and, and share this tragedy uh, uh, you know, as, as a family. And it was really important for us to all kind of cry together and just, yeah, I mean, I, I could get teary eyed right now, just thinking of, of what we all have been through and to see this community pull together is just like nothing I've ever experienced before. Yeah. I, it's, it's really, I mean, it's so heartwarming and, um, and heartbreaking at the same time to see yeah. how this community is coming together and um you, you know you mentioned kuleana several times so let's I mean, talk about what what kuleana means um here in our community and, and stephanie i know you actually have roots hawaiian um heritage so i do you want you want to talk a little bit about what what kuleana means to you and um and your family <laughs> To me, it means it's it's our responsibility. It's something that is an honor upon us, you know, to do for others. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I'm very rooted in this place and not just because of my ancestry, but because I've been here for most of my life also. And I just, I feel this sense of not just community, but protection over the people here. And if anything ever happens in this space, I just, I feel the immediate need to help. And, uh, you know, just to, just to make things better and make it right and do whatever I can to help that happen. And, and you folks have, obviously, um, not only, you know, were, were you there with food and water and, and again, you know, yeah, you're right into talking about it is important. Um, you know, my, my, right. Said that they, they stopped there because at first, you know, we thought, oh, well, you know, we're, our, our house didn't burn down. We can't take anything, but it, they made it very clear that this was for everybody. You know, if you're in right. the neighborhood, you are affected, you you lived through this, we're we're here for you. So that was exactly you know, that that was an incredible support. Um, and you also had, you know, 
community meetings there. I know the, the parking lot was always full of volunteers. And can you tell us a little bit about how that happened? Um, well, actually, Upcountry Strong was connected with us first. Um, they dropped off pallets of water. They had Pepsi drop off pallets of water. Um, and then we had a gentleman, Kyle Ellison, kind of move in as an independent and took over the operation in collaboration with Upcountry Strong. Um, they have multiple locations now across Kula and just moved into a station in Pukalani. So they are out in masses. The parking lot was just, it was overwhelming to, to come in and see not only, you know, bodies just here to distribute food and give a hug or, you know, even, you know, a massage or some sort of level of therapy. It was just um, incredibly humbling, I think. And I can't think of a better word you know, than that. It just really kind of yeah. put you, uh, put things into perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean, Claudia with Upcountry Strong, and I was telling Stephanie earlier what a warrior that woman is. And um, I'm just super proud to align ourselves with with people like this. Well, they're, they've, um, they are incredible. I know Kyle um, from, um, he's wrote, you know, for Maui Noka Oi years ago and, um, you know, a really, really great guy. And you mentioned um, Shannon and Cody and Claudia, are those some of the other people involved with Upcountry Strong that we can mahalo? Yeah, of course. Um, so Tim, Laura um, and Kyle pretty much lead the, um, the efforts. Um, underneath them are a fantastic young young group of uh, Shannon and Cody, who I am working directly with as the, the on the on the ground person here at the lodge. Uh, and Claudia is the founder and CEO of Upcountry Strong. If somebody wanted to get a, a, to to help Upcountry Strong or to volunteer, do you know how they might contact um, Kyle or Claudia to to say I'm I'm here, I'd like to help? Yeah, Claudia's last name is Garcia. And you can go to um, upcountrystrong.org. Okay. Um, so if you're interested in helping upcountry folks, uh, contact upcountrystrong.org. Um, come by the Kula Lodge <laughs> and see what they're doing over there still. Um, so what What do you, I mean, this was a, a, a I guess, a, you know, an all out effort you responded in, in a crisis and now, you know, we're trying to, to normalize a little bit. What, what do you think is, is going to happen uh, longer term? What, and what are your concerns for the community? Oh, that's, that's difficult to answer. Um, this is certainly going to be a long process of healing for not just the West side, but the whole Island. And we, of course, immediately saw a huge downturn in tourism, uh, which is very concerning. And so our hope is that, you know, by this coming high season, which is by November, by Thanksgiving, that it really comes back again. Um, I've, everyone on this island is making a huge effort to get the word out there to tourists around the world, but especially the mainland, to please still come to Maui. We want you here. Um, give Lahaina its, you know, chance to heal. You know, please respect that. Please kokua. And then come to the rest of the island. Come to the south side. Come up country. Come north shore. Come other areas. Because um, we need you. And, oh. you know, we're hoping and praying that that happens. Yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting sort of double, double-edged um, crisis. Um, because people, I think people everywhere love Maui. People everywhere are connected. They feel our sense of connection. 
and I think they're in, mourning with us for our loss, uh, and they're trying to be respectful, and at the same time, they're, they're staying away, but we, we need you to come back. Uh, we need you to be here and support the community by, by uh, you know, going, going to the businesses and uh, keeping, keeping people in jobs because we can't, you know, we, we need, people need to work. They need to have their jobs. They need to have their income. So we don't want people to stay away. We do want to remind everyone that, that Maui is open and, um, and we invite you to come. As you said, be respectful, leave Lahaina alone, um, but, you know, come and visit us in the other parts of the island and, and help restore our businesses. That's, that's a big part. Exactly. Of the exactly. Um, so, you know, I mean, Stephanie, I, I just thought maybe you want to talk um, a little bit more about, you know, your roots here and, um, and what, uh, you know, a little bit about your history. Can you tell us how, you know, your, your Hawaiian heritage and a little bit, a little bit of background on that? Sure. Um, so I have Hawaiian heritage through my mother's side. Uh, my my grandfather or my mother's father um, was half Hawaiian, half Portuguese. So my mother is therefore a quarter. Um, my grandfather's mother or my mother's grandmother was born here on Maui. Uh, she was an Opana and uh, she was raised on Molokai. And uh, she eventually moved to um, California where she met my great grandfather who has uh, Portuguese heritage from the Azores. And it's uh, through that side actually, uh, the Portuguese side that um, we have actually deeper heritage over on Oahu. Uh, my uh, great, great, great uncle was Bishop Stephen Allencaster um, of Hawaii. Uh, he died in 1940. He's actually buried in the Roman Catholic uh, Cemetery over on King Street. He built Sacred Hearts Church. Uh, he's in the stained glass windows at Our Lady Peace Cathedral downtown. Um, he has Allencaster Street named after him over by uh, St. Louis. And uh, so, yeah, we kind of have deep roots, both uh, on the Hawaiian and Portuguese side over here on Maui and on Oahu. Wow, that's incredible. Um, so you you have this deep connection um, going back for, for gener generations. Uh, and, but now you're, you're working toward, you know, um, like I said, we're working toward normalcy. But what are your your plans for reopening? And um, what would you like to to tell folks a, about um, coming to the Kula Lodge in the near future? When we are allowed to reopen, of course, we'll do so immediately, but probably a little bit more softly than we were before. Um, we have to sort of test the waters and, and see how things go. Um, we're going to initially plan on doing our regular brunch service. Um, so breakfast and lunch every day. Um, dinner, we might hold off on for just a tad. And uh, we'll recalibrate the menu as necessary for the supplies that we're able to receive and also for what the community is looking for at the time. Um, and of course, we will keep honoring our Kama'aina discount and hope that you know all our local neighbors will become regulars again. That's, uh, we're looking forward to that. You, you mentioned, you know, um receiving goods and, and supplies. Is that just uh, looking forward, is that going to be, you know, a problem such as like during the pandemic when we had actually problem getting food and getting supplies into restaurants? Do you feel it, like it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a problem to receive things, but in terms of 
you know, what's immediately available and, you know, accessible to us, you know, we'll have to see. Because as, as you know, we always did everything fresh. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to see what we can get our hands on come the day that we're allowed to open. What's going on now at the Kula Lodge? Do you still have uh, the table set up and uh, aid available for people? We do. Um, we absolutely do at the upper parking lot just above um, the marketplace. Oh, oh, God, I just can't thank you enough for, for everything that you've done. Um, and um, also for, for, for having the Kula Lodge. I, I, as we you know talked about briefly in the beginning, you folks have done an incredible job with the restaurant. We love going there. Thank uh, you. Yeah, you've turned it into a, a, just a, a first-rate restaurant. It's um, it's a delight to be there. And, um, you know, we just want to send you so much aloha and, and mahalo you for everything you're doing. Um, and is there, is there anything you, you'd like to, to say or um, anything you'd like to, to communicate with, with people that are listening right now about your plans? I'd like to add that currently the marketplace is actually open on limited hours. Um, for the moment, we're open from uh, Tuesday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're looking to try and make that seven days a week soon. We did start um, a deli menu um, of sandwiches and salads and, and homemade desserts, things like that, um, over for sale at the marketplace and not the restaurant. But if anybody wants to come in for a great you know, lunch or just a little bit of a takeaway, um, you know, they can do that. And of course, we have all of our standard locally made uh, products and businesses we represent here as well to purchase I from. I didn't know you were open, so I'm really glad you told me. Um, yeah. The marketplace is great. Um, if folks don't know, it's it, it's a, a market right next to the Kula Lodge with, uh, well, it's more than a market. It's Explain what it is, Stephanie. You do it better than I would. It's, you know, it's a really charming shop filled with products uh, either made in Hawaii or based here and uh, combined with a little bit of a deli section that we do do in-house. Um, there's a lot of just specialty products that you can't find anywhere else. We even have a year-round Christmas section of Hawaiian Christmas ornaments and things like that. We have Hawaiian quilts and, um, I mean, anything you could imagine if you, if you were here on a trip that you'd like to bring home with you. Um, we don't have our website available to make orders right now, but we will soon. Um, we do, however, take phone and email orders and we can ship. So for those on the mainland who would like to support local and support our little business over here, um, you're welcome to do that. Uh, you can call us at 808-878-2135 during business hours, which again is currently Tuesday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Or email us at info at kulamarketplace.com. Great. Um, so, it, you know, for our listeners, if you are living here on the island, the marketplace is open. That's that's wonderful news. And um, I, I, you've got deli sandwiches and things to take out. So there's a place where you can go and actually get a meal. That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. Um, and we do give 15% off at the marketplace as well for Kama'aina. Great. And um, and in the meantime, you're doing everything you can to help the community. You've got people uh, that needed housing lodged there. You've got, yep. you, you know, your people can still come up and get water. Uh, they can get free food if they need it. Um, and if people want to keep abreast of what's going on at the Kula Lodge, can they find that information on your website at the Kula Lodge? 
Um, yes, but it's more uh, live information on our Facebook page. I'm updating it very frequently. So if they go on Facebook and look us up at Kula Lodge and Restaurant, they'll have real-time information. Great. So for real-time information, go to Facebook, uh, the Kula Lodge Facebook. And if you want to help, um, you can go to upcountrystrong.org. Is that right? Did I get that right? Correct. Um, and uh, gosh, Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I'm so appreciative of everything you're doing. And uh, please give your, your dad my aloha as well. And, and everyone at the Kula Lodge that does so much. Um, it, it's just, as I said, it's just such a fun place to, to go. It's like being with family all the time. Exactly. Um, even waitresses singing. <laughs> it's just <laughs> right, right. We, we're our own little ohana here. It's the most special place on Maui to work, seriously. I call it the crown jewel of Maui because not only are we the, you know, the highest point of any restaurant on the island with the best, you know, 180 degree view, but mm -hmm. it's just the most charming place. There's something so magical about this property that I can't explain. I, I just feel very grateful that we were the ones uh, honored to take over. Yeah, well, we're grateful for everything that you've done. One of the things that you're doing at the Kula Lodge that, that you mentioned is that you're housing people. Um, could you tell us about that? And is there anything available if someone was in need of housing right now? So it's a great time to ask. We actually got a couple of vacancies recently. Um, we have been reserving all of our five chalets for um, those residents who did lose their homes in the fire, whether it be uh, a country or in Lahaina. Um, so they're strictly for these people right now. Um, if, if you are currently without a home and you need a temporary shelter uh, we're happy to take you in you know we can't open for a couple more weeks still and uh, it's been my intention to make sure that everyone who needed a place has one well thank you so much that is so important um, so if you are out there you uh, are in need of a home or you know someone who's lost their home uh, you can contact uh, Stephanie or, or Isa at the Kula Lodge and the email to do that would be Isa at kulalodge.com. That's I-S-A at kulalodge.com. Oh, so mahalo so much. Um, so appreciative. Um, bless you for everything that you're doing for our community. Um, so, so happy to have you part of Maui Strong. Mahalo. Thank you so much. Thank you.